is the IndyCar Show, Burnout Sports. I'm Tony Donahue. Thank you so much for listening. We have a, a lot of things to get into. Uh, we're going to discuss how I spent my Saturday night last week. Look at some uh, of the rumor mills that are coming as far as Indy 500 rides for the 2023 Indianapolis 500 full season rides. Where things go with that as we've hit the offseason and we are fully in swing. Uh, we may hear some things over the next couple of weeks. It'll slow down around Thanksgiving as far as news. And then uh, a lot of brass is the word I'll, I'll use. And, and sponsors and teams will be in town in Indianapolis in mid-December uh, for the PRI show. So you may see uh, some NASCAR news come out of there. You may see some IndyCar news come out of there. But let's discuss uh, some rumors that I have learned over the last couple of days when it comes to silly season Cusick Motorsports and Steph Wilson teased on Twitter earlier this week uh, about their plans and making an announcement. That should come on Friday. It'll be a partnership with Dreyer and Reinbold Racing. So Cusick Motorsports, Dreyer and Reinbold Racing going to partner. I believe that'll be the 23 car, which is technically the second car in that stable. But we saw how great Santino Ferrucci was and that all matte black, um, even the, even the, uh, even the aero screen was all black. Uh, Santino ran up front. He had Buddy Rice calling his strategy. Ferrucci, as we know, is running for AJ Foyt Racing in the 14 full-time next year. So that's a spot taken off of the entry list right there with Steph Wilson, Ryan Reinbold, Cusick Racing, however they're going to brand it or, 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 or call it. That should come out here on Friday. That leaves one spot open at Ryan Reinbold Racing in that Chevy car. And I've been told it's not necessarily going to be Sage Karam. Uh, Sage Karam has ran well at the Indy 500 the last couple of seasons. Um, Dry and Rainbow Racing as a whole has not qualified well at the Indianapolis 500, but they have certainly ran well. I think Karam had a top 10 two years ago. Ferrucci was on it last year, moving up to the field. I think he was second at one point. I think he ended up fading to finish eighth or ninth, I want to say, off the top of my head. Uh, but I, I've been told that it's not necessarily going to be Sage Karam in that car. So is that a place where Stingray Rob can go? Stingray Rob has, had, has some money, has approached multiple teams. Multiple teams have told him that they're not, they can't take him in right now or he's not ready to go. And they have other options that they are pursuing. So that second car at Dry and Reinbold might be the only option for Stingray Rob. But I, I'm not sure it's going to happen. I like Stingray Rob. I think he's a great talent. And when you got the money and you look at it and you say, well, last year's Indy Lights champ only made $500,000. Why am I going to finance a Lights team for a million for the full season when I could take that million, maybe collect another $500,000 and go run the Indianapolis 500 and at least get some prize money back uh, after that? So I, I get it. I get the scenario when you look back at what's happened with, 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 with Linus and not being in the Indianapolis 500 next year as of now, not being in a ride next year as of now, um, I get why you would rather just take your money and go run the Indianapolis 500. That's why when you win the championship in the past, when there was enough money, you it was enough money for you to run another year in lights or go run three races, including the Indy 500. And, of course, any day of the week, you're going to pick the Indianapolis 500. So I get that. Um, it sucks that Linus, the Indy Lights champion, the reigning Indy Lights champion, Hasn't found a ride yet. I think we will see. It's kind of been rumored. I think David Malsher of Motorsport had it. Um, I think we all kind of knew that Sato was going to 
I wrote about it back in August, that there was a chance that we could see Takuma Sato scale back to just run the ovals only and then go run some sports cars. I mean, this is the guy who's been in contention at the Indianapolis 500. He was fast last year, probably didn't have the race that he wanted. Won, obviously, in 2020. Won again, or won his first in 2017. I think he was third in 2019 behind Rossi and Pagano. So this is a guy that can still get it done. The the road and street courses just haven't been um, the kindest, let's just say, to Takuma Sato and that team. So, uh, or in, to him in general over the last several years. I know he won at Barber, what was that, 2019 maybe? So, uh, so him scaling back, does that maybe move Linus in there? We've heard Armstrong's got a chance. I'll believe that when I see it. I know there's some other uh, Formula One rumors. Things with Formula... Look, I get the Formula One side of things and guys coming over and and running and racing and the appeal and how that is, but it sucks when you've got a lot of Indy Lights talent sitting on the sideline without a chance to win. I get it money-wise. It's all about money. Uh, So back to the news. Congrats to Steph Wilson. I think this this is Steph's chance. I mean, look, him and I talked last year. You know, I, we had him on the IndyCar show, and I said, you know, going to Foyt, I mean, this has not been a team that's been able to perform. And, you know, he said, you know, this is a step. You get the experience, you get the exposure, you get another chance. Maybe you move up into something, you know, a little bit better. So this would be a better ride for for Steph Wilson with the partnership with Dry and Reinbold Racing. Look forward to see what Steph can do, um, what sponsorships he brings aboard, and what that car will look like for the 2023 Indianapolis 500. Then we'll see if there's an option for somebody else in that dry and Rhine car. Honestly, as we talked about any of the NASCAR drivers, that's probably your best shot. Unless Ed Carpenter um, would, would, would pull out a 11th hour entry for somebody like Kyle Busch or Kyle Larson. I still don't see that happening. Um, but it looks like that second ride of dry and Rhine is still going to be up for topic. And we'll see who lands there. Whom coast Hollinger racing still has a second car to fulfill. Um, I know that Linus has been looking there as well. He's talked to them, and then Ganassi has a ride too. We'll see what ends up coming from about that. And then Ray Hall, Ray Hall at Atlantic Racing, will announce that Ryan Hunter Ray will make a return to the Indianapolis 500 in a fourth entry, pairing with Christian Longard, Graham Ray Hall, and Jack Harvey for the Indianapolis 500. So uh, we're, we're we're getting there. We're getting closer and closer as uh, you know winter kind of approaches here at Indy. As the holiday season comes around, we'll start seeing a few other things come December. And then, you know, and honestly, by January, you almost have to have it figured out. You have to have your engine. You have to have your chassis ready to go. And you should have that by, I mean, by St. Pete at the latest, which is March 5th. So uh, there's your rumors for next year's Indianapolis 500. Looking forward to that. Also, really cool. We saw it this week. Iowa Speedway, High V, which was the event to be at outside of the Indy 500 last year. Again, nailing it this year with the lineup at Sheeran, Kenny Chesney, among others. Um, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to go as long as it's it could stay below 100 degrees. You know, And what I took away the most last year about High V and this whole situation with, IndyCar, with the IndyCar weekend, having the concerts, having um, – you know, again, you're gonna have Carrie Underwood, Kenny Chesney, Zach Brown, Bad, and Ed Sheeran. I'm not the biggest country guy, but but these would be entertaining acts. You you will know songs even if you're like me and you're not the biggest of country fan. You will know songs and High V absolutely nailing it again. Uh, so kudos to them. Here's what I took out of Iowa when I went last year. Yes, the concerts were great. 
But during the concerts, look, it was hotter than hell. And, I mean, Nashville was hot on Saturday after it rained in practice. St. Louis was pretty hot uh, during the day. But Iowa was the hottest that I felt in 2022 at a race. St. Pete, day, days one and days two were super hot as well. But Iowa is just, just a different, out in the middle of nowhere type of hot. And they had, Hy-Vee brought it, I mean, they brought it in on a bulldozer. They filled, they filled the bulldozer with bottles of Hy-Vee water and were passing it out to people to stay hydrated. So that just goes to show what kind of company they are, how much they care about you know, people that are supporting them. And, and I went over to a Hy-Vee and bought what, two hats, a shirt, die cast. I've got a cup. What else? Magnets, keychains. Um, I bought dog cookies that had high V and 45 on it. I bought, oh, I bought the cardboard. I, I got some cardboard cutouts. I got the Graham Ray Hall. Um, I got the car of Jack Harvey, and I got Jack Harvey stand up. So um, love it. Uh, enjoy being there throughout the entire weekend. The concerts were great. They had their own little concert. Uh, stage, as you know, and then they had their own grocery store on track, which was incredible. So uh, was was super cool to see that, and I'm glad that they're back this year, or in 2023, excuse me. I'm glad that they're back uh, supporting IndyCar and supporting that race at Iowa. So this past Saturday night, um, with a Facebook group that I use a lot with Burnout Sports called Elite IndyCar, I won two tickets to check out a dinner with the 1986 Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year, Randy Lanier. And I'm sure most of you listening to this have heard of the Randy Lanier story, have even seen the Netflix documentary. If you haven't, it's under the, it's under the series Bad Sport, and it's called Need for Weed. And it's about Randy Lanier and how he was the 1986 Indianapolis 500 Rookie of the Year, I believe the 1984 IMSA champion, and he was funding it all with the millions and millions of dollars that he was getting from... Smuggling drugs into the United States, smuggling weed on, I mean, it's its incredible. The guy was qualifying for his first Indianapolis 500 while redirecting a cargo ship from New Orleans to San Francisco, which is a six-month reroute um, with the largest weed stash in the history of the United States coming in, and he was in control of it while trying to qualify a car that he owned in the Indianapolis 500. So, uh, the story was incredible. He got out on a pardon with President Barack Obama. He is now back to driving, and it's it's an incredible story. Follow Randy's story. It, he he brings a great message on on just taking things for granted in life and not being greedy, but also talks about you know what it's like to bring in you know. $150 million worth of weed into the United States. He's now a brand ambassador for a legal cannabis company. So, you know, his message is, I went away for a plant, and I went away for something that is now legal, and the, the, the government is now paying me to be a brand ambassador for. So, uh, you know, things things change. This world changes, as we know. Everybody knows that. And it was cool to hear that message, hear that story. So he has a book out. You can check that out. It's on Amazon. It's one of the Amazon top sellers in the motorsports category. And the Netflix documentary is under Bad Sport, The Need for Weed. So be sure to check that out. Uh, got to talk to him. Great guy. Super nice. I think he's super grateful that he's out. I think he's super grateful that um, he has a second lease on life. And that was really cool to see. All right, 2023, can't wait. we got some big things coming for the IndyCar show for Burnout Sports. And there's a lot of Formula One and NASCAR stuff going around. Uh, Formula One getting ready to head to Vegas. Be sure to check out the Indie Boys, Indie Boys podcast. 
on Twitter and social media. They'll have you updated on their opinions with NASCAR and Formula One, and we'll keep you up to date here on the IndyCar Show. Big things to come in 2023. Looking forward to it. Thank you so much for listening, for liking, subscribing to us, and uh, cheers. Have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll talk to you soon.